Hi, everyone. Um, welcome back to Love That For You. Um, I'm not sure what episode we're on, but season two, episode like seven, I want to yeah, say. Maybe right around six, there. seven, eight. Pat and I are here. No guests today. And we are, we have a like fun little episode for you, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I think we do. Bye. See <laughs> you, <laughs> um, Okay, well, to start it off, we are drinking because apparently we do that every time now. Um, it's one of our things. Yeah, it's, it's like one our, of our things. part of our brand. It's part of our tag. It's part of who we are. Yeah, what are Pat and Joel's drinking? So why don't you tell them what I made you and do you like it? Well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, every other time we've, I guess, except when we've just had like a uh, last whatever we had high noons, another time we've had rosés, but every time we usually have drinks, it's me making it. Yeah, I made this but one. Julia made this today, and it's one of our go-tos. Not the exact what we made this time, but today we're just having a vodka club soda with a little bit of fruit juice. And pineapple this, juice. This time we have pineapple juice, but usually our go-to is... Cranberry. Yeah. Vodka. <laughs> club soda with a little bit of cranberry juice and it's, it's good with pineapple it's, it's a little Tito's more summery vodka, regular club soda and yeah that pineapple is a little bit more it's like a what is that called isn't it it's not called something or know. is it with tequila what like tequila pineapple juice and seltzer is something right yeah that's like a yeah like a sex on the beach or something no yeah i think there's something like that uh, I, don't know. I don't know shout but... out to tito's because it's the vodka that we like yeah I mean, there's others, but we like that. I don't know. Moving on. That's what we're drinking. <laughs> it's, um, it's today's drink. It's a vodka club soda with pineapple. And it's a simple, uh, easy go-to that we always yeah. rely on when we don't feel like, you know, like when we made margaritas, like those drinks are the best, but there's just so much work that goes into yeah, it. So this is just something that's that's easy and refreshing. And I'm like tired. It's got, are yeah, you tired? I was about to say, you're like being boring and lame <laughs> I'm just already. like, last like, week was like face. such a busy week. I yeah. feel like like it was like one of the busiest weeks in my career. Yeah. Which is great. I, what? No, I was actually on a work call earlier today. Um and I you know, I think like all of us I was like, what day of the week is it? What's going on? And I was just, just like, I'm so exhausted yeah. and like so many things why. going on and I well, I was telling the people on the work call that I was like, you know, work is busy. Julia and I are still trying to figure out, you know, the the wedding, marriage, the married, get a wedding day thing. <laughs> have a wedding. Um, have a wedding. Um, obviously, this this podcast, the different things we're doing with, you know, trying to figure out living arrangements. And just then a lot. Just going a lot on. going on. And actually, this weekend at the house, we had some guests here, um, just really close family friends, and it was awesome. They're awesome people, but it's it just like changes the weekend and. You know, it changes yeah. it for the better. It feels like there's like almost no relaxing, but even, yeah. even though you're not working, it's still like, I don't know, entertaining yeah. and doing yeah, all we that. Were, so it's... Yeah, we were just like on all weekend and it was really fun. We had a good weekend, but it's just like, all right, now I'm ready for my break. And just, yeah, and then just you go don't right back get to work. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know, do you want to tell everybody about the other uh, thing that's new and exciting that if you follow Julia on Instagram, then... You definitely know what we're... I mean, it's pretty confirmed at this point, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, if you guys follow me, you know my, like, Great Dane obsession. And I had mentioned that we might be getting one. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are. Yeah, so we've actually gone back and forth a little bit with a um, this place actually in Pennsylvania. Um, 
it's a an Amish family um, that breeds dogs. It's um, you know part of their lifestyle, part of their livelihood. Yeah. Um, and they actually just had a litter of Great Danes earlier this week. Actually, I guess last Tuesday. So yeah, a little so over a week ago. Right. Um, and we spoke to the guy today, and he was like, "Yeah, you guys can." Basically, drive have first out pick and, and yeah, come come look at the five puppies and go from there. And actually, you know, Julia has put this out on her Instagram, and we've gotten a lot of really good feedback on, um, you know, just having a Great Dane and what mm-hmm. that entails. You know, they're they're different animals than <laughs> they're a, pretty big normal dog. <laughs> yeah, a little different than normal dogs. They're massive, um, but just also like their temperament. And people have said like really nice stuff of like, try this, do this. We've we've thought about getting some books we haven't bought any books we we're gonna we we can't get that get it for another eight weeks or seven weeks which would be like around my birthday in october mm-hmm. so we have a little time to like plan and um i mean along with the good feedback i just have to point out there there was obviously some not good feedback about getting a dog from a breeder and i am here for that because i have adopted two dogs in my past my family is like very passionate about adoption um so when i got the feedback that you know adopts don't shop and i totally understand that i think if you know the situation that from my past dog trauma um you would understand more like why we are not adopting and why we're gonna go with the breeder um the past two dogs we've loved totally they're my family dogs they're not technically just mine but they did come with a lot of baggage, a lot of issues, and that's, you know, why we adopted them. But I don't think we're at, like, a point in our lives to be just, like, anxious about an adopted dog again. So we're going this route, and that's that, basically. I don't know. I, I get the adopt, yeah. don't shop, because I've, I'm here for that, and I've done that, um, and I would recommend that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely some of the other, you know, feedback and things that have people have said about, you know, us getting the dog. They've said, you know, uh, you know, so obviously, like, uh, I think Julia has said in the past on here, like, some feedback is straightforward and mean and nasty, and other people are like, hey, consider this, you know. Yeah. And, and it has been mostly pretty positive, and people are like, hey, maybe you guys could consider adopting. And, right. And the truth is, we really did consider adopting, you know, it. Yeah. We, we knew that's we wanted the a dog. That's the first option. Yeah. And, you know, we, we definitely do recommend, you know, going the adopting route. I mean, Julia's dog right now, little Gracie, is an adopted dog that now you've had, what, nine years? Yeah. Um, you've had other dogs. I mean, Lola, who you got right when we started dating, actually, was an adopted dog. Yeah. And, you know, there, there's just a lot that, that goes into that. And, you know, we have we made the decision. We just personally had had, have had good and bad experiences and, you know. We're just taking a different route, so. Yeah, so. I appreciate the concern and, like, you know, the comments about adopt, don't shop, because I believe that. Yeah. But this is just what we're doing, so. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so we're excited on. for that. Hopefully the, the middle of October we'll be having a. A large pony. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a little I mean, puppy, I'm so excited to, puppies, like, show you guys. I've been, I've been, like, putting random posts of great danes on my stories for like a year because i've just always loved them and then i finally was like take a poll should i get one and everyone was like you have to get one and honestly there's never going to be like a really good time to get a dog yeah. um but i think it's kind of delaying potentially our move out situation if we do get one which is fine 
but yeah. that's a whole other topic. Yeah. I think, I mean, we were talking about this, I and mean, we've been talking about getting a dog for a while now. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people, I actually know closely um, some personal relationships of people who have gotten a, new dogs during quarantine. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're home full time with your dog, or you're going to be able to be home full time mm-hmm. with your dog or puppy. And that's like, you know, the best way to train them. Yeah, I want so this dog to be. Take advantage of, of getting a, a dog or puppy during quarantine. And I think we also thought about like the future, you know, if everything went back to normal and you were traveling again, like I do work from home. Yeah. So, you know, even if we're in the city and Great Danes tend to like small spaces, which is kind of ironic. So overall, I just think it, it'll be fine. And yeah, I don't know. We just It'll be exciting. to kind of go for it. Yeah, we're gonna have to remind ourselves of this episode in a year when we're like, "Why did we do this? <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't." And yeah. our dog is like twelve feet tall, yeah. two hundred nine pounds, <laughs> and we're just miserable. But no. no, Pat, you didn't grow up with dogs, so I'm excited to see you with one because I think that at first it's kind of like I'm excited because I like love dogs and whatever, but like I think you're gonna fall in love with the dog. Yeah, because it's gonna be a puppy. It's like a baby, and yeah. like then it becomes yours. So. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm definitely a little bit nervous. Yeah. I mean, I don't I've never taken care of anything other than myself on my own. <laughs> yeah. And even that. It's a good start I don't know for if us. I did a good job and pre yeah, babies. I, I think yeah, I was going to say I think a lot of people it's like <laughs> get a dog get and engaged, then a baby. get married, <laughs> have a dog, buy a house, have a baby. I mean, that it's is like, by no means what our no, plan is, no, but we, we just it's no, funny. We're we're ready to uh embark on this together. <laughs> get getting a puppy. So getting a big puppy yeah yeah big um puppy. so so should we get into our episode here all right. kind of what we have planned um so today's episode um i had this one written down for a while that i wanted to talk about and this is we're just going to kind of go back and forth and each say basically a total of 10 things that we would tell our younger self so if you could go back how old are you 32 if you could go back eight 30s years in the house where you at 30s <laughs> Five, eight years, ten years, and, and you know, 20. when you're like when you're like sixteen, that's a good age. That's so basically good. just um I think we always think about like how life pans out and you know, what happens and it's hard to like stay in the moment and it's hard to think about like when you were sixteen, you know, missing those years or not missing them. Like it's just I don't know. We I just wanted to go over what you would tell yourself. Yeah, I think it's just like, you know, little tidbits of advice or Especially knowledge. Especially if you are things. 16 right now, I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine, but it's also like... It's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, I keep seeing, or I've seen a lot of things of people on, you know, a hundred-year-old person on their deathbed. What advice would they give their younger self? Like right. It, it, it's, and, and that's obviously what we're going to do. You yeah. know, we're not 100 years old. I don't have all the wisdom. I, yeah. I have some things in mind that I wish I knew when I was younger. Or maybe not that I didn't know, but I didn't prioritize. Or, yeah. You know, so it's just like 10 things uh, we, think, we yeah. would tell our younger yeah. selves. I feel like I always think about things now and I'm like, oh my gosh, like if I would have just listened or if I would have just seen older future me and like knew what was going to happen, which obviously you don't and can't. Everything would have been fine. Like, it's just, yeah. you have to, yeah, whatever. We'll get into it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you right. going first? Okay. I'll go first. My first one is literally everything will work itself out. I wish that I could have said that to myself and I would have believed it because it kind of goes in with another one of mine. Mm-hmm. 
what well one of my other ones was um like try basically not to plan too much and i feel like if i could have told myself that then i would have been less in a hurry because when i was 16 i wanted to be 18 when i was 18 i wanted to be 21 and then i wanted to be 25 and you know whatever i just i could never like be in the moment not that it's i can now but especially in those moments because they fly by the most i feel like yeah i think that is um terrible no i think that is like one of the and julie and i we like we wrote these down and we're like all right we got to create you know each have five that are different but everything will work itself out is one of the ones that i um wanted to write down for myself too yeah because and you know it it's not that emotions are bad in fact i love emotions that's what makes you know humans humans and the highs and the lows the the rides the roller coaster like and when i look back i think about you know when i thought my life was over or when things were so bad or even you know when when things were just kind of going about like mm-hmm. i wish and i couldn't find myself i didn't know what i was doing if i had just felt confident that things would work themselves out i think i'd have been you know just in a better mental spot yeah if I actually truthfully believed that things would work themselves out. And that's still something I have to like tell myself now. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, like our wedding, how many days do you come to me where you're like freaking out about the wedding (laughs) still? And it's like, Julia, it will work itself out. And even though you can like tell yourself that it's so hard to actually like believe that and to like let your body feel physically that everything is going to work out yeah like it's it's not to say that like everything's going to work out the way you want or that everything's going to work out the way you have planned but you know everything will work out one way or another yeah and it's kind of like deal with kind of how it works out i mean like i am a very big planner and I, i i didn't like map out my life but i did think about like you know i have to meet someone by this time I'm going to get married when I'm 30 and then I'm going to have kids when I'm 32. Kind of like how my mom did it. And that's just kind of what I thought was like right. And like that didn't happen. And it was okay. And it, I think it gave me stress throughout the process of like kind of going in the backwards uh, plan that I had. But if I would have just like known that it was going to work out and I could tell myself that, then yeah, maybe I wouldn't have been so stressed out all the time about like things that just were really just not in my control either. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'd all be a lot happier if we all truthfully believed that things would work out. So I, I think that's a you know a really good one to start with. And, you know, like I said, that was something I wanted to write down on my list of five, but you stole it, so you can use it. <laughs> I mean, but. I feel like it's just hard, too, because when you're, let's just say you're 16 and you're, I don't know, you're thinking about going to college and you might or may not get into college and then you're not going to get a job or you're going to get a job or you're, and it's just like. Yeah. Let's not even talk about somebody who's 16. Let's talk about somebody who's 26 or let's talk about somebody who myself is We're telling our younger selves. I know, but I'm just saying like it's good and I recognize it now that things will work out one way or another. I wish I knew it when I was younger. But yeah, it's I can't still say that I'm still gonna think today. Yeah, no, it's it not is. like it's like, you know. Yeah, it's like, am I gonna be 
financially where I want to be in 10 years? Are we going to be able to do yeah. all the things, you know? Yeah. It, it's not like the advice to a 16-year-old self is like, go to homecoming. We're like, yeah, I'm not going to have the opportunity to go to homecoming ever again. <laughs> yeah. So that advice is no longer pertinent to me. Yeah. But things will work out. And believing that yeah. is still something that is like advice to relevant yeah. to myself. Yeah. Whether that's today, yesterday, 10 years ago, or tomorrow. Yeah. So. All right. So my the first one that I wrote down for myself, for a younger version of myself, is to challenge yourself and let the challenges help you grow. And this is like, you know, I, probably applicable to a lot of people here, but definitely applicable to me. Um, actually, my senior year essay um, for college applications, my older brother helped me write it. And the whole point of it was um, what playing football had taught me. And it was taught me that I needed to challenge myself and work hard um, to accomplish new things. Because, you know, growing up and, you know, even into my early teens and teen years, like, I did things that were natural to me and things that were comfortable and things that were, um, you know, that, that came with ease to me. And I never really felt like I stepped outside my comfort zone. Like, you know, anybody who knows me when I was younger and, you know, everything was about sports. Yeah. It was like play sports, do sports, work out, you know, call your friends to see if they want to play sports. And I, I wish that I had, you know, done more things to challenge myself when I was younger. Well, I feel like um, in high school, your parents, who probably know better, our parents are always like, why don't you join this club? Or why don't you, you know, try out for this? Or why don't you play an instrument? And like, for me, I was like, no, 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 thanks. Like, I don't want to do that. That's either weird, not cool for me. I just like, don't care. I don't, I'm not musically talented or whatever. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my God, I wish I knew another language or I wish I could play the piano or yeah. just like things that when you're young, you're like, no, I'm never going to want to do that because yeah. I don't want to do that now. Yeah. And it's like, it, I almost feel like there's no way to like change that perspective and that mind because when you're yeah. 16 or when you're young, you're just, I mean, you're just like not developed to think that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't and even know if that's advice because I, I don't know if that would like, if I was listening to this at 16, I don't know if I would be like, oh, good idea. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's tough. And, you know, I don't think this is going to be something that anybody's going to listen to. Or who knows? You know, somebody might listen to it and say, you know, you help me think about or think about this in a different way. Let me step out there. And, you know, that's probably what my point is about. Like, step out there, get yeah. out, try. Like, I wish I had done more. Yeah. You know, as a... And truthfully, probably still now, yeah. you know, it's like I still need to continually challenge myself because I do think that's where growth comes mm -hmm. from. And I think, you know, growth is something that hopefully never stops. Yeah. My second one is have fun, but don't YOLO it too much. I don't regret anything in my past, truly. Like, I don't have any regrets um, because I like, like where I am today. So if I maybe change something, then maybe I wouldn't be where I am today. But um I do think for me, or you can kind of look at other people in your high school that maybe like those people that didn't really go anywhere or get anywhere in your mind. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with just truly like having like a fuck it mindset in high school and being like, I do not care. College does not matter. And some people it doesn't. But like having the attitude of like 
we're we're young, we're gonna, you know, that's great because you should have fun when you're young and those are the years when you can, but you also have to be like conscious. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, have fun, but those other things do matter, right? Like school is important. School matters. Like, you know. Being a good person matters. Matters, yeah. But have fun while you're doing those things. Don't feel like you've got to be, you know. Mistakes are fine. You don't, yeah, you don't have to be perfect. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's, it's okay to bruise your knees. It's okay to get some scrapes, some cuts and get yelled at a little bit yeah. like like of course you have to you can't like try and be an adult when you're not an adult but you mm-hmm. can't also make mistakes too many of them to where you're gonna mess up your adult life i think that happens yeah. to a lot of people and they may regret it when they're realizing that they have this thing on their record or something you know like something just bad that you can't change and is because a decision that you made when you were clearly a kid yeah yeah, I mean, there are a lot of decisions that you can make or things you do while you're potentially YOLOing it <laughs> that that can follow you and really yeah. impact your future. And, and I think I say that because, like, I kind of look back on, like, moments in college and in high school where I almost am, like, what was I thinking? And, like, I got lucky mm-hmm. in things where I, like, just, like, truly, not that I didn't care, but I wasn't thinking about my future. Yeah. And, like... I feel like I got lucky in a lot of situations where I just like got lucky. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. If things you know, had taken. Yeah. If I had. One or two more turns. Yeah. could again. Yeah. So. So. That's so that. have fun. Yeah. But don't fully YOLO it. <laughs> don't have too much fun. Yeah. Okay. Your I turn. think you're, you're two for two with two pretty good ones. Nice. Um, all right. So my next one. Um, and I, I actually have my next two are about people. But my my next one is about um, like what I would tell my younger self would be to like diversify um, with the people you have around you, like your friend group. Um, I like that one. Have a lot of different types of people around you. Become friends with, you know, people of different ages, people of different races, people of different genders, people of different, you know, socioeconomic like statuses, like just diversify like you know, the, the types of people you know and the types of people you associate with and the type of people you, you know, talk to and become friends with. And, you know, again, that was something um, probably when I moved to North Carolina, I prior to that was very like um, a lot of the people that I was spending time with were very similar. And it's not like even my friends, like my friends are still my best friends, but like people outside of that real close group, it was like, you know, a lot of the same. And then when I moved to North Carolina, it like opened my eyes so much to like just different things and different types of people. And like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I've gone through, you know, living my life for so long with such like a, a siloed perspective of people and like, yeah, what is important to people and what people like to do and different things. So yeah, and I, I, you know, I in high school I was friends with a lot of people and with a lot of different, um, you know, types of people. And I wish, um, I wish that I would have been more proactive about that and like getting to know people that were, I guess, more different than me. Or you know. I think it kind of goes into like also like judgment 
especially for girls in high school. Because I feel like you could talk to any, most girls and they look back at their high school and they are either like were bullied by somebody for no reason or they bullied somebody for no reason. And they like probably regret that now. And it's like, you don't even realize that you're doing those things until you're older or that it happened to you until you're older. And then you kind of like look, like for me too, when I moved to New York, it was like, I didn't have a choice but to just like accept everyone Mm -hmm. and like try to meet new people no matter what. And yeah. Yes. So be nice. Yeah. Be nice to people. Be nice and be intentional about diversifying your your friend group and the not even friends. Like just get to know people that are different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be everyone's best friend. And I feel like I still deal with it now with like seeing or hearing and i'm obviously guilty of it like judging other people and it's like first of all that doesn't do you any good and it's just like it just all intertwines with like getting to know other people because you're judging a book by its cover so (laughs) what no no i like it i'm I'm agreeing okay what's your third um so my third one is I, i kind of just wrote down words uh, I wrote, you will grow into yourself, into your thoughts, and deal with anxiety early on. So it's kind of like all the same. I think this is a personal thing for me because um, I had a lot of anxiety in high school. And then, you know, I did like therapy and medication and like all these things that were fine. I think at the time it was needed. Um, and then later on, I kind of like was able to like handle it and look back and just realize that like, that's a part of life and I didn't have to be so worried. And so it's kind of the same thing that we said with like, don't take it too seriously. What did we say? The first, the first thing I had a lot of worrisome thoughts and anxiety. And I think when you just deal with it, when it's there, um, because things like that are only going to get worse unless you deal with it. And then when you kind of grow up and grow into yourself and realize that like these things are just kind of who you are and I think it's all a matter of like figuring out who you are as a person which is like really hard and like when someone when you're young asks you like who do you think who are you like who do you want to be and you're just kind of like I have no idea yeah and like even still today it's like I still like I feel like I'm still figuring that out but now I can like look back and be like I don't know just deal with the things that are that need to be dealt with yeah your, your first one was everything will work out. And I think, you know, that, that ties in here. But I really think what you're trying to say or what you're saying is that, like, don't be afraid to take care of yourself first. Like, you know, it, you're going to go through some, some difficulties. You're going to But I think know, the point is, like, you're not going to understand like, them either, yeah. you know? Yeah, it, it's like, not all going to come together and make sense. Yeah. Like, life right now still. Yeah. But... Be proactive in trying to take care of it. Yeah. Like, you know, and specifically for you, obviously, what we're talking about a lot of is like mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, like your mental health when you were, you know, in high school, teenager was, you know, not the best. And, um, but being proactive and like being like, okay, here's something I'm going through. This isn't how I think I'm supposed to feel. Let me try and seek out solutions to help make this better. Yeah, and I think the other point is, like, when you're young, your brain is literally feeding off of whatever you give it, and then, like, it either grows in that same direction or in the worst direction, and, like, those are, like, your prime years of, like, growth 
So I think I'm saying like deal with them when you're young because if you, if I had left my anxiety and just kind of like kept pushing it to the back, pushing it to the back, I'd be in like a much worse place today because of like all those years where my brain was like developing and then like it finally was like at its peak when you're like 25, which is me right now. And then like if you don't deal with that stuff, it's, it's, you know, I think it just could turn bad. So yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is this is your peak brain right now? If I'm saying that if you're like 16 <laughs> years old, your brain is like a sponge still. Yeah. Yeah. Still soaking it all in. Yeah. And you kind of have like power over that. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I think being being aware of that and you know what you what you take in, whether that's you know what you're reading, what you're watching, what you're experiencing at home or at work or wherever you are is yeah. impacting it. Yeah. All right. So my next one, I think, is uh, pretty straightforward, and I don't know if it's even going to need a lot of conversation. It's okay, just, let's hear it. My next one is spend more time with those you love. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course. He's mean. Um, what do you mean? I, your friends? It's just like, no, just, I mean, spend more time with those you love. I mean, relationships are going to come and go, and unfortunately people are going to come and go whether that's in and out of your life right. or in and out of life in general and you know there there are a lot of um you know i i think a lot of those things i mentioned earlier like seeing person who's 100 years old like the advice they give themselves is like you know spend more time with those you love like mm-hmm. prioritize the relationships and the people and and those that you're close with and those that you love like you know Make the constant effort to to be with those people and, you know, experience new things, challenge each other differently, like do things with those people because, you know, at the end of the day, like those missed things are going to be the things that you're going to regret. I think you know? also like it's so, so easy when you're young to overlook that because you're busy and like you just want to hang out with your friends and you just want to like do like what you want to do and like not to be like, I don't know. Not to be, like, morbid, but, like, just because you're young doesn't mean you're invincible. So, you know, wear your seatbelt. Or, like, just little things that's, like, somebody could could go in your life. Life can change in the blink of an eye. Yeah, and you're... For a lot of ways. Especially when you're young, you're not thinking about, oh, like, even for us now, I think we're, like, we try harder to be, like, conscious of that. And it's still hard. But when you're young, it's, like, you're not even thinking about, like, that at all. And it really matters because... You know, that happens to a lot of people and when you're not spending the time with your family and time with the people that you love and like cherishing it. Yeah. And like noticing it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think it's something that, you know, Julie and I, we've talked about recently within the past couple months with like, you know, quarantine now and living with your parents, right? Like it's it's not something that we can easily every day be like super happy and excited about. You know, yeah. it's presented a little bit of challenge for us. But every day like lay your head on the pillow it's like wow this is a blessing i need to cherish this because this is valuable time with mm-hmm. loved ones you yeah know? i almost like, feel like we need to make it a point to like or people you should to like say the things that you're grateful for at the end of every single day so that you're like consciously noticing him yeah i mean you know we did our um we talked about goals and bucket lists and like one of my goals and it's been the past couple of years is like to do one thing every year with each of my siblings and my parents. Yeah. And like, 
that is because I have finally come around to fully realize like, yeah, I need to cherish the time yeah. that I have with, with those, you know, my siblings and my parents that are, yeah. you know. Don't try to plan too much. I feel like everything's kind of intertwining, but yeah, I mean, this is just like another personal thing because like I said earlier, I think I tried to like plan out what I thought was going to happen. And so far in my life, really not that much that I've planned has kind of worked out that way. Um, and a lot, and that sounds like sad, but it's not because a lot of them have worked out better or just differently. And I think like the planning when you're young is like just so draining <laughs> when you look back at it now because you're like looking forward. I'm like, yeah, I can plan like semi what I what I want, but for the first time in my life ever right now, we have like kind of no plan. <laughs> and that was like yeah. really really hard for me to deal with. Um, but now I kind of like realize that it's just like. You can plan in, in to a certain extent, and then um, yeah. just just don't. Yeah, you're not you're not saying go through uh, life like a leaf blowing in the wind. No, you're not, not at saying, all. Like just go through willy nilly and do whatever. No, and just no. Like like have a plan, but but don't feel like you've got to stick to your plan or that your your or plan that if is the plan it's changes, gonna... it's okay. Yeah, because that happened to me so many times, and it's just like there's nothing you can do about that. With certain things and. Um, so like, I'm kind of thinking like of a scenario of like a 17 year old girl who, you know, her parents dream and her dream is to go to Harvard. And like, that's the only possible way or like just any school mm-hmm. that happens to a lot of people. They're like kind of, you know, are really, really excited about this one school and it's their dream and everything. And then they don't get in mm-hmm. and it's like the world crashes down. And it's like, that is, if you think about like what you're doing, you're giving yourself one out of like thousands of options and at the end of the day when you like graduate from that school like you can still do the same thing so it's just like for that's like i just wanted to give an example yeah you know yeah and again i think it like ties back to your like things are going to work out you know they all tie yeah into one knot yes in my head all of your (laughs) all of your things you tell your younger self i mean are definitely all intertwined and you know they're definitely tied together and yeah but they're just like important and like yeah. it means a lot to think about it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the the thing that we did here with the exercise for like each of us is like, you know, it's it's being introspective and looking in and like exercise. Yeah, of like trying to find these things that we would tell our younger selves. Yeah. And like, you know, the the real challenge. Yeah, you have is, to think back to like those moments. Is what are we gonna tell ourselves today looking forward at the next thing? Because that's like yeah. You know, looking back is one thing. It's it's interesting. It's you know, but but yeah. there's nothing I can change about the past. But there are things today that I can start to prioritize and yeah. start to take note of. And you and know, it's kind of like, what, what advice you tell your do kids? I want? You know what I mean? Because like you like think you don't think about it, and then you think about it, and you're already older, and then you're like, oh, this is how this is what I have to tell my kids because I didn't do that. But like then you tell them, and then they're doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's just like. We think these things now, but it's just because we have like, because we're older, I'm like we think yeah, more. But, but that is always going to change. Like in ten years from now, we're going to be saying, "What would you tell yourself when we were thirty-two and twenty-five?" Like yeah. that is never going to stop. So now, like the challenge for us today is like, what do we think about going forward from here? Yeah. And how do we continue to to challenge our mindset, to challenge how we live, to challenge you know how we interact with other people? It's not. Yeah. No, in 10 years, I'll re, you know, reconsider the same question. Like, no, then it's, 
then this was an exercise worth nothing. Yeah. But if we can think about it now and, you know, associate yeah. to life now. But so, all right, my, my next, my fourth, something I would tell my younger self would just be, um, it's just to learn, you know, I don't think I was a kid that were a uh, young adult. I don't think I was ever one who always claimed to have all the answers. I, there are probably certain situations and times and things I did where I thought I knew everything. Um, and now looking back, I wish there were, I wish I had taken more of a, um, an intentional approach to try and learn. Like and literally like in school, like in all aspects. Yeah. I mean, I definitely wish I was a better student. Yeah, I wish too. I had learned more there. I wish in social settings I had learned more, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wish I had learned more from my grandparents from older generations, just about, you know, their lives and how the world has changed. I yeah. wish you know, I wish I had learned some different skills, you know, yeah. I wish I, I, don't yeah. know, I wish I could do a lot of different things. Yeah. And it's all, I think to me, predicated on learning and like, you know, and the like, endeavor of learning. It's hard to be is... open-minded as a kid. Cause like, yeah. I mean, like, why did you play football? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I did a lot of things that I'm really proud of and, you know, I, I, I wish I had, um, you know, and it's, you know, obviously time is precious, so you can't do everything. Yeah. But, you know, sitting here today now as we're talking about this, like, yeah, I wish I wish I had just learned more of all of it when I was younger. And, you know, really wish that I could have just known what it was yeah. going to be like to feel like this and now. Yeah. Which is impossible. So, well, that's basically what we're saying, you know, like, yeah. Well, you must no, wish that your young what's the mind. song? When I was younger, I wish I knew what I knew now. It's like, yeah, that that is, yeah, that's, you know, hitting the nail on the head. I yeah. wish, I wish I was, you know, when I was eighteen, twenty, twenty-five, whatever. I wish I knew everything I knew now. Unfortunately, I didn't, and I went through <laughs> life, and it, it's okay. I didn't go through life, but I, I lived, and yeah. so here I am now, and it turned out, and it's okay. I almost think but, that if that was real and we could have, then like it wouldn't have been the same, you know. Like if you could, like. We're basically saying tell the future. And if you were 18, you were like, oh, my future wife is out there. I know who she is. Like, you know, things you would do different things. So. Yeah. All right. What's your last yeah. one? On to number five. Uh, my last one is enjoy it. <laughs> oh. Um. All right. Kind of the same thing as the, you know, have fun, but not too much fun. But, um. I don't know. I think I feel like everything that we've been saying here is kind of like we haven't been saying we regret things, but it has. It's been like, uh, like more sad, more like, oh, we wish this. Yeah. But like when I when I think back overall to my high school experience, I had a great one. I loved it, and I had so much fun. Unlike, there's so many times like me and my friends still talk about it today. Just like. You know, we all got so close and like there's just so many good parts of it. And when you're young, you're not even realizing that they're going to go away. In a second, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to have so much work to do (laughs) and like responsibilities. And if you can do that in a smart way where you're still taking it seriously, not too seriously, but like you're not making like you're not effing everything up, then you can enjoy it and be like, wow, I have you know, two more years until this, let me just like actually enjoy it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's basically, you know, 
what I'd say. Yeah. I, I think that's, you know, one of those ones you'd tell your younger self and something that that is advice that sustains forever. Is yeah, I think they'd say it. enjoy your 20s, enjoy your 30s, enjoy being engaged and like yep. just enjoy it. And it's like yeah, hard. Yeah, it's so hard to do. I mean. But why is it so hard? I don't know why it's so hard. <laughs> All right. So your well, last one. My last one. And, you know, I, my last one, my fifth one is I just wrote down take care of yourself. Like, don't be afraid to prioritize yourself. Like, take care of yourself. You, you get one shot at this. Mm-hmm. Take care of your body. Take care of your health. Take care of your mind. You know, do what you got to do to get yourself right. Yeah. And, you know, I. not that I, th- I mean, I know there are things I did when I was younger that definitely impact myself now, physically now. I mean, like I talk about like my knee pain, you know, and I think a little bit that that was not taking care of myself, for example, like in the weight room, mm-hmm. you know, playing football. Like I was worried about getting more weight on there and mm-hmm. ultimately messing up my knees. And now it's like hinders me to even pick up a basketball yeah. and go play basketball. Same it's like thing. I wish I had, you know, taken better care of myself because in the long run, you know, it's going to have a bigger, bigger impact. What we're and saying is that your body starts to hurt for you real. You get old. <laughs> Once you turn 30, you get old. It hurts. No, but even for me too. I mean, all the years of gymnastics, and I have literally every night to you, I'm complaining about a different joint that hurts. And it's like, I shouldn't be like that. But yeah. I think breaking my ankle six times and, like, not doing anything yeah. about it when I was young. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not you know? It's not breaking your ankle or doing gymnastics or playing football and lifting weights. That's not the thing. It's just doing it where you're taking care of yourself. Don't just throw yourself out there yeah. and get hurt. Don't just, you know, I think about, like, smoking cigarettes like yeah don't smoke cigarettes that's not yeah. good for you that's there's no part of it that's good like you know mm-hmm. th- there are so many things where you can take better care of yourself take better care of like your health and you know prioritize that because yeah. that's going to be important to you as you as you age and grow and and i feel like a lot of times you see or you know gossip still happens when you're old and older and oldest and, like, you see someone, you're like, oh, yeah, like, they're, you know, they're not doing well because they used to do this and this. And it's like, well, why? Why do they do that? And, yeah. like, it's just, like, you're not thinking when you're young and you're, you know. Yeah. Like I said, all this relates, but yeah, I agree. So what advice do you think you'll be giving yourself uh, in 10 years from now? Slow down. Slow down. Yeah. Like, we are on the go. I mean, not literally going anywhere right now, but... No, we're literally quarantined. No, but we're... I don't even know. It's it's still the next thing. Yeah. With work, with... Yeah. I think that's definitely... And I sometimes think about it, like, with my career. I'm like, what? Like, what's the point? Like, I have to look back. Like, at some point, I'm going to be gone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just really, like... Yeah. No, I think so much of it is about the journey. If you can't find a way to enjoy the journey, then you're doing it wrong. Like you, you've got to find a way to, you know, enjoy the process of it all. It's not about the outcome of the hard work. It's about enjoying the about? hard work. It's not about, you know, buying the house. It's about building the house. It's not about, you know, one thing that's important to us now is like working out. It's not about, you know, 
well, feeling physically fit in a year. It's about enjoying it daily and making it fun. And Yeah. What you know. were we just talking about? Or somebody that, I don't know if it was somebody we knew or you were talking about like the somebody that, oh, we were talking about the founder of Amazon. What's his name? Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Just how he like has all of the money in the world, but people say that he is constantly working. And we're like, why is he still working so hard? Like, he cannot make more money. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I mean, we don't know him, so I don't know what he's doing. But, like, how 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 are you enjoying it? How are you enjoying it if you're still literally working to make more money yeah. and you have all of it? Well, I mean, just like him. I mean, hopefully he's not working just to make more money. He's obviously passionate about it and having an impact and hopefully yeah. enjoying like, it. Like, I don't know I him. I hope he's but... not just having a job to have a job to get the next paycheck to make more money to put into an account. And, you know, like, like it's not about just going through the process for him, hopefully. Hopefully. Who knows? It may be. Right. That's the what same I'm way, and, and for anybody, hopefully it's not about that. Yeah. And everybody would be like, you know, we all think or we all used I used to think. You know, anybody who has a million dollars is rich and they're so happy they've made it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, not everybody who has that. And actually, there are people who have $100 or no money at all that are more happy than yeah. people who have all the money in the world. Yeah. It's, it's about enjoying it, you know, kind of day to day and enjoying, yeah. you know, trusting the processes. Yeah. Us Philadelphia folks say. <laughs> That's what you'd say. Trust. Oh, trust the process. Like the six. Joel and B. Lol. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, that's it for today. We, you know, crushed it. Don't look at me like that. God, he's giving me dirty looks. I think Julia's uh, vodka club soda. I didn't even put pineapple. one shot in there. Jeez. Um. Maybe for yours, but. So that's it for today. Just wanted to share our top ten or five each. You know, little pieces of advice that we would tell our younger self and hopefully you take those and either kind of feel the same way about telling your younger self or are young and, you know, it would be really cool if we kind of changed a perspective of somebody who is that young. Make sure you guys follow us. Follow us on Instagram. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out. See you, everybody.